Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Matty Hoisted joins us. Uh, of course, Matty is uh, one half of the O'Day Hoisted training partnership, and they are going great guns at the moment, as they have been for some time. Matty, good morning to you. Morning, boys. How are you this morning? Where do we find you? In Brisbane or Melbourne? Uh, no, in Melbourne. So in Melbourne? It's, uh, at Flemington, yeah, at Flemington this morning. So, yeah. How's Danny, the weather down there? a bit of luck on the weekend. It's actually How's beautiful this morning. Yeah. It's a nice, nice mild morning and yeah, it's going to get to possibly 20 degrees today. So, wow. uh, beautiful. I think I'm back oh, home. Break out the shorts. Yeah, cheers. All right. First of all, before we start talking about uh, the runners on the weekend... Would you give us an update, please, on Uncommon James? We know there was an issue there, and you pulled the pin on his campaign. Yeah, look, there's, there's no no major damage at all. Uh, look, he was just he had a tiny little bit of fill uh, just in a in a fetlock. Um, look, it's, it's one of those things. If we were wanting to go deeper into his preparation, or if it would have been earlier in his prep, uh, there would have been no worries. He just had a couple of days off, and and that uh, filling sort of coming out straight away. It was just obviously at a really tricky time. Would have meant we weren't able to, to get his final piece of work into him he, heading into the weekend. And and the fact that, as I said, it was sort of going to probably be potentially his last run, and we sort of weren't committed to the Rupert Clark. It was just going to be to see how he how he comes through that. So whilst we missed that final piece of work, rather than keeping him around for, for something else, we just made the made the decision to send him home and, and sort of look after him but yeah look there's there's no no structural damage or any issue there that's going to need an enforced break you'll just go home yeah have a nice little break and probably try and target him at a race like an oakley plate or something down here in the in the autumn okay i was going to ask you that what, what would be the targets but uh, you've answered that already but uh that sounds good so is he back in brisbane or is he where, where does he go for his break yeah, so he actually stopped over in Sydney at Emerald Park for a few nights. Uh, so he left on Sunday, last Sunday down here, and he's uh, just arrived back in back in Brisbane this morning, actually, out at, out at Kalora Lodge. He'll spend a few days there before uh, heading back to, to Lavin Park, uh, where he'll do his spell. Just, um, yeah, wanted to sort of break the trip up as, as much as possible. Matt, it's fair to say that, well, the Queensland horses have been firing since uh, since going down there, that... that uh, uh, down in Melbourne, and I, I said it sort of uh, earlier in the show here to Chris Nelson this morning. Uh, I reckon these races in Melbourne they're um, they're a bit weaker this year, and and it's a good opportunity for these Queensland uh, the good Queensland horses to go down there and and fire, and we've seen that so far, haven't we? Yeah, hundred percent. Look, that's obviously the the benefit that we've got with these horses sort of coming off. Uh, you know, our, our obviously winter carnivals that they've still got that bit of residual fitness on them, and and that's sort of why we wanted to try and target these these earlier races, and they definitely have been so far. We have been sort of, yeah, you know, I guess a little bit lucky in the sense that um, yeah, they have been a little bit light on in in sort of depth, and and yeah, it's been been really good for us that we've been able to capitalise on it, and um, yeah, it's definitely definitely worked in our favour. Now you're down at Flemington, Matt, because you've got two runners there tomorrow, and they are Scalopini in the Sofitel, which is race number four, and of course, shooting for gold goes around in the Bobby Lewis. Can we start with Scalopini? Your thoughts there, please. 
Yeah, look, really happy with him. He's coming in on a on a uh, month between runs. Uh, had a little freshen on the back of that run at Caulfield. Look, he was he was really gallant there. He obviously had no favours in the run, being wide without cover the trip, but still thought he boxed on well. Obviously behind Mr. Brightside, uh, you know the form seemed frank even with Azar coming out and winning. He ran last in that race and come out and obviously won on the weekend. So uh, look, he couldn't be any better. He had a nice little tick over jump out here at Flemington uh, last Friday. He was really happy with the way that he was through the line and uh, look draws a good gate. Should get a, a beautiful run in transit, and look, there's you know, a couple of those like Pinstripe and Bermudez, obviously down on the minimum uh, that we've sort of got to give four and a half kilos to. But um, you know, we've drawn to get the better run. They've drawn a little bit sticky, so hopefully, um, you know, he's he's going to get a perfect run in transit, and I'm sure he'll he'll give a really good kick here on on Saturday, and he's a he's a really nice chance. Shooting for gold is going to be, I think, better for having that run up the straight. Would that be fair to say? Yeah, definitely. Look, we definitely would have loved to uh, found a race with probably a little bit more tempo on, but the fact that it's such a big field, you'd think it's got to generate a normal amount of tempo. And, you know, rail in the crew here at Flemington, uh, you know, I suppose there's a bit of a rule. Usually they sort of come up the middle or outside, so with him drawing 17, it's going to mean he, he hopefully will be in the, the sort of more preferred part of the track anyway. It's just obviously the risk of him not being able to get cover uh, drawn out there. Would have probably preferred him in the middle of the pack where you would have known he'd be able to get cover and switch off straight away. But, um, you know, he obviously raced fresh, you know, being sort of first up for a little while off a, off a freshen. And with having two runs since then, we'd, we'd definitely expect him to, to relax a lot better uh, come Saturday, especially on a two-week break. So, look, as long as he can... He can sort of, you know, be nice to see him get a little bit of cover and, um, you know, he's he's going to be able to be, be much more effective in this race than he was in the Irish Star, that's for sure. Now, at Doombin, match, you've got uh, Prince Shalar going around in the first race. So we are going to get some rain here today and we will be racing on a soft, maybe even heavy track. He's had one go on soft for one win. And I thought, uh, well, actually, he's had one go on soft for one win. He has. I was reading another horse, but he's also had one for one. He's second at Eagle Farm behind Spiritualized last time. I think you take a lot of benefit from that run. Uh, stepping up in distance tomorrow, 13.50 should suit. Yeah, definitely. Look, uh, always giving us the indication to be sort of uh, you know, more suited once he gets to 14. And obviously, Spiritualized was really impressive when he you know, rolled along at a really good click. And he probably just struggled to really sort of travel strongly in the mid mid stages of that race so I thought he was, he was really sort of good through the line he's going to get a beautiful run um, and yeah look he's a, he's a horse that we've got a, got a pretty nice opinion of um, back he's trialled on a heavy heavy ground at Deegan and got through it pretty well there gives us a little bit of confidence that he should handle handle the track if we did get into a heavy range and um, yeah look looks a really nice race when we think he should be should be right in the finish Race 3 you've got better get set drawn a little bit awkwardly Yeah, she will probably save her for another day. Um, obviously, the the wide gate just makes things a little bit tricky. Um, so yeah, we we might uh, she might be staying at home tomorrow. Berry carts a very exciting uh, gelding you've got in the stable. Four starts for three wins. Uh, trialed well recently. Resumes will resume on the wet ground. Two for two on soft. Yeah, yeah, he's another one that's probably just a little little bit questionable, depending on how how wet we were to get. He's got good form on on sort of when he even won that that second start on a soft seven. He was obviously impressive there. I know, you know, Boris, well, he didn't think he was 100% comfortable. It was probably just his class got him there that day. So, 
livestock will just be monitoring the rain. Obviously, if it was to get into a heavy, right in the heavy rains, we'd, we'd probably uh, have to have a bit of a think. But look, he's come back in, in really good order. Just probably didn't come up last preparation on the back of his first prep. That's why we only gave him the one run in the duel and, and look to sort of tip him out on the back of that. But he's, he's really come back uh, in really good order. So even if he wasn't to take his place there on, on Saturday, um, you know, he's definitely one to follow this campaign. Uh, two runners in race six, Tumbler Ridge and then Invinciano. Yeah, uh, Tumbler was obviously really good winning uh, the other day. Uh, getting out to the mile, um, you know, should suit. He's obviously won there in the past. He's just one that really doesn't like it wet. So uh, we're really sort of hoping uh, that, that this rain doesn't come and, and Invinciano's in the same boat. She's, she sort of was... Uh, sent up to Queensland to try to find drier tracks in Sydney, and unfortunately, uh, obviously, the last start was on a on a heavy track. And if we get into that range again uh, on Saturday, would uh, really be questioning her her chances. So we're we're hoping it doesn't come come as much as is predicted. In the last race, very interesting runner of yours, Kingston's here now. Only the one run last prep, and uh, I was quite confident that day. Ran sixth of six at the Sunny Coast on a very heavy track. That was Caloundra Cup day. Never, ever got into the race. Uh, it wasn't the track most probably, though. There was uh, a few issues post-race. Uh, oh, that was a little bit silly, the, what they sort of had in the shield for post-race. He, he actually pulled up not too bad on the on the back of that run. Just wheels were completely spinning on that on that wet track. So, again, he's he's one that if, it, if we get into the heavy range, he'll be staying home as well. Um, but he's come back super this prep. Obviously, we saw him... Um, trial there last Tuesday and was, was really impressive. Um, so look, he's, he's come back in, in really good order. Only had a had a, about three weeks in the paddock on the back of that run. So, um, you know, still holds that, that good little bit of fitness. So uh, we'll be saving him for another day. But, um, yeah, he's obviously going forward. All righty, Matt. Thanks for your time. Appreciate it this morning. Good luck at Flemington and at Doombin uh, tomorrow. I hope it's a great weekend. We'll catch up with you soon. Cheers. Thank you. Matt Hoister joining us this morning on The Punters, mate. Sam, we'll go for a break when we go... We'll come back from a break. What will we talk about? We've got a couple of minutes before the news. We'll think of something. We'll talk about something.